Welcome to The Build Show, the only show where realities become dreams. My name is Anthony. And I'm Zach. What reality has become dream lately for you? Well, the reality, this is a long story. Oh boy. Is Actually, this an anti-mustard? It's not an, even an anti-mustard because it's just a dream I had. So it's like <laughs> not even, it's not even that. So it's your subconscious taking what's happening and turning it into a subconscious dream. Wait. Exactly. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh. I guess, yeah. But then, okay. But then, like, I guess you could go backwards and say that you and they say, like, oh, your dreams have become reality, where it's like, my reality has become my dream. Whoa. Is that how deja vu works? I mean, maybe, but deja vu is like where you think it already happened. True. Oh, you, like, oh. you remember oh, it true. happening, but it, like, didn't already happen. Hmm. But, like, with this, I'm saying that, like, you didn't know it was your dream, but then when it starts to happen, then you realize it was your dream. Naturally. And what do dreams sound like? Oh, uh, I don't know. It's usually quiet when you sleep. But what if there's <laughs> sound while you're dreaming? What 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 sound is occurring in your dream? Oh, oh, I know. <laughs> he snores to the sound of theme music. Golly. Let's begin in prayer. In the name, sorry, hang on. Here we go. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of today, and we surrender everything to you. Mother Mary, we entrust everything to you. We know that we are not in control, only the Lord is in control. We ask you to help us surrender everything through you, Mother Mary, to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Help us to always trust in him. And uh, we place all of our intentions, all of those we've promised to pray for, at the foot of the cross, uh, through your intercession as we pray. Hail Mary. Full, Full of grace, grace, the Lord, Lord is with thee. Blessed, blessed art thou among women, and, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now, what I wanted to do was begin the episode by singing the very sorry song, but that was slightly vetoed, which is cool. It did not fit the context, and Anthony did mention to me that we did not need to apologize. But I'm going to anyway, haha, because it's been three long weeks since we've heard from or seen you guys or spoken spoken to you, with you. What's the concept here? Spoken with you. Spoken I think with it's, you. That's how we had, since you have heard the delight that is the soothing sound of our voices the delight it's a delight for them to hear our soothing voices yes soothing it, it's been a long time <laughs> since you've heard anthony snore and we felt bad <laughs> so we recorded this episode for you um no but it's been three weeks and we are not going to apologize because honestly we had no time to record <laughs> it was bad we were all like out sick so <laughs> yep <laughs> it was it was a great like death week where one person fell sick and I fell down the stairs and got sick. They, they fell did. sick. Now, I don't know if it was you or if it was Will. Um, who, I think it was Will who got sick first, actually. Yes. And Will is my suite mate. And so we share a bathroom. And I did not know you were supposed to change bathrooms like when, when some, your roommate gets sick. Oh. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought you were doing that. So you were sharing the bathroom? The I was time. sharing oh, his bathroom shoot. the whole time. And so then I, like, well, the, so Zach falls sick. And then very soon after, like, I just fall, like, and die. Like, I literally was just in my bed. I felt, I felt like I was going to throw up one day. And it was the unfortunate timing that I was the canner for that week. So I didn't oh, even get true. to sing for like any of the times. Like no one got to hear my, as you say, soothing voice. Um, 
We need a better word for that. <laughs> we need to channel our inner Deacon Marvin here and just have some, we need to, we need words there. Anyways, continue. Deacon Marvin is someone you guys will meet probably next episode. Um, now that everyone's recovered, basically, we need to get people back on the podcast. Exactly. It was yeah. a mess. Because we were literally mess. like, the entire house was just like not doing anything. And because we, we all just kind of fell like just simultaneously where there was a time when it was just yeah. like, we weren't, we were just canceling like outings or like visitations and people stuff. People weren't coming over. We yeah. weren't going out. It was, it was a mess. Yeah, it was it was just a very solemn time that all of us. Yeah, and then like you have a few stragglers have fallen along with us. Like Father Glenn fell uh, last week, and then uh, <laughs> We're making it sound like they turned to the dark side or something. <laughs> oh, he fell last week. He fell. He's got the yellow eyes. <clears throat> Nicholas Nicholas Bauman fell uh, about about two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> now it sounds like we're recording like a day thirty seven. Nicholas has fallen <laughs> after the long gray night. He finally caved. I'm only waiting for Jared Cutshaws to succumb. Dude, Jared was the only one who didn't get sick. Even Ben got kind of sick. He did, yeah. But Jared was, I don't know what his immune system is. Jared, our army man. (laughs) Yep. Sergeant Jared. Okay. Yes. Um, So So, needless to say, we'll have, we did promise Jose Lamb this week, didn't we? We did. We, we did. promised yes. him like a while back. Um, so maybe you guys will meet him. He's still coming a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great man. But Zach, you know, what have you been up to uh, this this three weeks? Lately? Mostly just schoolwork and reading. It was insane. I mean, this week especially, we basically recovered from the illness. Whatever. It wasn't COVID. I don't know what it was. Some kind of nasty head cold. But it wasn't COVID. We tested and it all came back negative. Our mother had us tested. Yes. they we <laughs> The mothers were involved. Uh, they discovered and were in on the secret and so we were tested for covid and everything negative um and then the week after that we this week now uh we got hit with like all of the craziness which is pretty fun oh yeah uh so let's see monday what did we do on monday uh shoot what did you we do tell on monday my, see my brain is already fried what did we oh do we did a parish visitation yes yes so it was like normal monday and then in the evening we drove 30 minutes north, I don't know, uh, to St. Gabriel's Parish, which was, it was really cool, actually, to see a new parish. Um, Cave Creek, you, I mean, you guys That's know. what it was, Cave yeah. Creek. Beautiful interior and, and, like, all of the brand new church. They just dedicated the altar and stuff. So we got to visit the parish and visit the school, and we had a beautiful reception afterward, actually. There, was, there were, I was amazed at how, how well they treated us. <laughs> like, was a, it, was, yeah. it was pretty crazy. Um, that was Monday. And then Tuesday, uh, again, kind of a normal school day, uh, but we had discerners over in the evening, so everyone who was, who was potentially discerning uh, priesthood or even considering it came over to the Nazareth house for dinner, which was a lot of fun. And then Wednesday, oh boy, Ooh-bee. Wednesday, we had Holy Hour, and then we went to a blessing at St. Francis Xavier School, which is cool, like all of the little kids were praying for us all at once, <laughs> and it was, it was pretty great. Uh, and then we went to breakfast afterward because it was Deacon's birthday, and then from there we came back and did school for a little bit and then we had an early dinner and then we went to a crozier mass which was like the big thank you mass it was a mitre mass maybe it was it was one was either a mitre or crozier mass i don't don't know why it's named the hat or the staff of the bishop though why is it named that i don't remember it was just a big fancy mass with bishop olmstead and uh a lot of rich people yes all the cda donors um they were great people it was it was a lot of fun there i mean we were socializing afterward and that got a bit out of hand because we were we were everywhere and people were talking and it was crazy we there were was late. wine we did not partake <laughs> in the wine a few people did <laughs> we did not we are responsible seminarians um so that was fun we were out late and we were just socializing and it was it was crazy lots of people to talk to and everyone was fairly exhausted and then Thursday, Veterans Day, oh, man. we got up. It was a house outing in the morning. 
we didn't know where we were going. It was kept a secret up until Thursday morning. We got up and we went uh, shooting at the shooting range with some uh, Father Paul, with one of Father Paul's parishioners and then some parishioners from Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Uh, and they gave us the rundown on safety and uh, the different kinds of guns that they had. And I think we got we got to shoot a, a, a actually some pretty cool guns. We shot it some pretty, pretty cool, cool things. Yeah, we had the private range. That was really fun too. Uh, we shot a thirty-seven revolver. Um, we shot a couple of like modified handguns. Yeah, which we, was cool. Yeah, I don't remember. It was this like modified pistol that we shot. I think I don't remember what the caliber of that one was. I think it was, think it was a three fifty-seven. Actually, I think. Uh, is what it was. It was same, the same, same with the, yeah. the revolver. You Couple shot of, a banshee, though. The banshee was fun. I don't. I need to look that one up again. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, shot a Glock a couple times. Yeah. Uh, and then a couple of ARs. Uh, it was pretty fun. It was actually a really fun outing, and we were there for a couple hours. And then we went straight from there to the Missionaries of Charity downtown Phoenix. It was uh, one of their sisters, Sister Janet. Uh, it was her fiftieth fiftieth uh, anniversary of professing her of her her vows. Um, Excuse me. So it was her her jubilee mass, which is crazy. So we had Bishop Navarro at that mass and a whole bunch of people, and it was nuts. And then we stayed around afterward to socialize and had lunch. And then from there, <laughs> we're still moving. We haven't stopped moving at this point. Uh, we split up. Some of the guys go to the old Sacred Heart Parish, which Father Paul is currently renovating and getting back up to speed. They're going to open it for Christmas, but there's a lot of work to be done. So some of the guys have been over there. As some a slight the, little history to that one, is, oh, yeah. is a parish that was built in 1954. And it got confiscated by the city because they needed the land and everything, uh, but in like the 1980s. And so then it just hasn't been used for like 30 some 38 years. And then the city like just like randomly hit up Father Paul and was like, "Hey, do you want your church back?" Yep. <laughs> and he's like, "Sure." And so now he's like renovating it from not being used for like 38 years. Like it's you know, those windows need to be replaced, dust needs to be gotten out, like bathrooms need to be like, oh, yeah. renovated. It's just the altar and just everything needs to be total changed makeover. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's doing a wonderful work. It's awesome. Uh, have you been over there to work yet? I've you been over there once. Yeah, I one was Saturday. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. It's it's a, it's a, some hard work, but it's. It's it's a very beautiful old looking church, yeah. and it's just really cool to see to see it develop and everything. And the altar is this really beautiful marble like altar, and I'm just like wow, like this is this looks so good. And it's like that old looking or old feeling church, so right? Kind the of, mission style, kind yeah, of church, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just kind of feel like like I feel like I need to be coming in and like like a like, a, like one of those little tall hat things, like a pilgrim top hat. No, it's like one of those. You know, or like, oh, like the, the buckle hat. The like buckle the hat. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The buckle hat with like my my britches and everything. I'm like <laughs> walking in the church like that. Yeah, it'll be pretty cool. It's like straight out of a like a Christmas movie, like a Christmas whatever. Not like a Christmas. Not, not it like is a Christmas, Christmas movie. Kind yeah, because like they're like praying for a miracle that we're gonna get this thing, like the rose window in the back. Yeah, and, and it's so like an it, open it, on Christmas. Yeah, it'll be pretty cool. Hopefully, it snows. That would uh, in the middle of Phoenix and uh, yeah, I, yes, let's do it. We're praying for miracles, right? Um. So some of the guys went to do that. This was, I guess, this was yeah Thursday, Veterans Day. Some of the guys went to do that right after the Missionaries of Charity. Some of us came back to the house. Napped. I took an hour-long nap. <laughs> so <Yeah. did> I. <laughs> Everyone kind of crashed for an hour. And then we went to Paz de Cristo in the evening. Um, those of us who didn't go to the parish, we went to Paz de Cristo uh, to uh, prepare dinner and serve the poor and uh, clean the kitchen. And it was honestly a lot of fun. It was good, hard work. Anthony was singing and dancing up a storm because we had... <laughs> Fabulous rock music going the whole time. Uh, so it was, a, it was really cool. And then afterwards, after dinner, after cleaning up, so like seven in the evening, went and got pizza afterwards. 
Uh, so we were out until like 8.30 or whatever, just eating dinner and chilling. It's like 12 o'clock for us seminarians. <laughs> yeah, so our bedtime is 8 p.m. Like, that's what that's grand silence. So anytime after 8 is like, whoa, guys, well, easy. it's 9.30. Whoa, guys, it's 9 p.m. What are we still doing? It's, it's, it's yeah. a little crazy. So we were, we were pretty tired. Um, and then... Yeah, and then today, which is, which is actually, it's been a pretty normal day, actually. So everyone's like scrambling to catch up on schoolwork. <laughs> yeah. Um, but needless to say, it has been a busy week. And we have learned, as we've been told, but to, this week was kind of like a practical learning experience, that seminarians are very public people. Uh, see that transition there? Look yeah, at that. Wonderful transition work. I could see it coming from a mile <laughs> away. I was like, I know what's going to happen. So predictable. Um, yeah, but we were just kind of, we were reflecting since we are scrambling to get this episode in as in the middle of our <laughs> tests and homework. Uh, we were like, what's our topic? And we were like, oh, we've actually gained a lot of practical experience and practical just kind of knowledge about what it means to be public people as seminarians over this past week. We've been moving nonstop and talking with a lot of people, socializing, get practicing, conversation making, things like that. So we were gonna just kind of chat a little bit about that, I think, today. Yeah. Anthony, initial thoughts on being it a was, public person. It's been a it's been a little bit of a wild right because like because father paul told us at the very beginning that like okay yeah we're public people you have to yada yada and it's funny to see because was in this within this wild week as well i uh went and visited so um it, it was like a topping onto my insane week we're on tuesday i like right after our morning prayer and mass i went to go and visit my classes that have adopted me uh as their seminary and their little third grade classes they're absolutely adorable um, and I just had just a wonderful time visiting with them. I was visiting with them for like four and a half hours. And it was like, I came and was like, like, okay, you know, they're, they're probably not going to want to talk to me. Like, this is like, oh, this like, we're too cool for this. But I came and like, I was just being like bombarded by like, by little third graders, like wanting to, to chat with me and like tell me things. And, and I was like, wow. Like, and like the teachers were like, oh my gosh, like you're like a rock star and stuff. I was like, I literally like, kind of, like got fired. Like I've got, got off something like <laughs> fired from my job and like, and, and, and you know, <laughs> coming from like just being a mediocre student at ASU. Uh, and, and everything like and now it's like wow like it, and I'm like did nothing incredibly special to get to this area or spot and it's just interesting where it's like we do these pub like instantly these public people and carry this weight that I don't know like wh- like why <laughs> like you know but it's it's like we're we're representing the church a little bit because we're like training to be the the, the fathers of the church and everything like that so it's 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 really interesting um to then to then have this this responsibility but it's i've been thinking about it also where it's like we're kind of a middle person where it's like yeah we're a public person but we can't do anything (laughs) where it's like (laughs) oh i I don't know what you said i didn't realize you said mill is that what you said what 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 you middle oh middle oh what do you think i said I said mill, and I was like, so I'm picturing like a mill, like like a millstone around the neck. No, no, no. So I was like, okay, it's not that bad. (laughs) It's like, like we're public people, we're we're all the the because we're also still laity, but like all the you know other people who aren't seminarians are like, wow, like the seminarians like look like they're here to you know whatever they do great things or something like like they're gonna give a talk, they're gonna whatever, um, and I'm like, wait. But I actually have like no training. Like I'm like actually have not done any theology. I actually have not like had any sort of anything. And so it's just it's funny to kind of be in that position where it's like I'm not a priest, but I'm not a, I'm not like a an ordinary 
person, if that's the right word for it, um, but yeah. like coming into this event having to you know do something. But it's it's been rather interesting. It's like an inter- like a, a, a responsibility that's put on me where I'm where I like going back to the the time with the kids where I was like I I kind of had to reflect where I was like okay the Lord is putting me in a position where like. Like I could be like an influencer, as they say here in the modern world, um, an influencer where it's like, like you, there is a certain, a certain persona that is attached to you where it's like, what you do is represented is representative of the, like the diocese of Phoenix here. And like what you do also impacts, uh, especially younger children, um, where it's like, oh my gosh, like the, like a, like this seminary and like paid attention to me where it's like wow like they the 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 priests are great or like seminarians are great because right. it's like the only person that they knew that like that represented that um and then for like for the event that we were at with the 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 crozier the mitre mass that we were at the bishop's apparel mass the bishop's apparel mass <laughs> yes um where then after like we served, it was like we, we were serving and we weren't doing anything incredibly special. It was just like the seminarians are here to altar serve. And we were there. And then we also were mingling with people afterwards where it was like, we don't donate to the to the church. Like that's why all these people were here because they donated to the diocese. We're here, we receive all the donations of them. We're here that's as in true, like, yeah. Yeah, as in like gratitude to it. But we're here to basically kind of show like here's where your donations are going. Like here's, here's the kind of the, the work that is your money is going to. And it's also kind of a way to, you know, for them to get an update on, on like, what's, what's the church doing I, or what's the, what are the seminarians doing? I personally very much struggled in that event mm. where I had I never. I was going to ask like, well, how, did, how did that make you feel? But okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because where I was like, I came into it being like, cause we also kind of came out a little bit a little afterwards. And so all the tables were kind of established. It was like, I mean, you know, but for all the listeners, you guys, it was like a bougie, rich, like, event like there was like that little background piano music they're like the dunk, 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 live dunk. live jazz music yeah sort of yeah thing, like and three buffet lines was, yeah. yeah and like servers coming around like would you like some more hors d'oeves that was a word that was thrown around yeah, we were like what's an hors d'oeuvre yeah oh it's fancy little food okay yeah. eat the hors d'oeuvres okay and those like tiny standing tables where it's like you they're like the black tablecloths um and so like me coming from you know i came from a middle class family and and also a family that lacks a lot of manners and so not a not a a slight to my family but we just don't really care about that that much and so you're in the comfort of your own home that's fine exactly yeah yeah yeah. like loud and obnoxious is kind of what uh, (laughs) is is kind of the description that i would endearing we'll put it it's endearing endearing yeah to where so I was paired up with the great Luke Power because here's here's what happened to me. I was in the event and I was like, okay, I gotta find a table. Like, where do I go to find a table? And I came up to this one lady and I met her and she was pretty nice. And I was like, hey, like, I'm Anthony. Like, I'm a seminarian. She's like, oh, a seminarian. I was like, can I sit at your table? And she's like, I don't think there's room. And I was like, just the sheer like rejection that I I was like, wow, <laughs> like <laughs> just boom. And so then I just like began wandering around again and I came up to. I found Luke Power and I was like, Luke, do you want to pair up? Like, help. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, like, I want to introduce you to, to Mark Hoffman, who is a wonderful man. Great. Like, we, we know him a little bit more than the rest of the other donors. Like, he, he really donates to the, the seminarians and, and, and finance and raises money for us and stuff. So we're walking to the table and Luke, in the darkness of, the, of it, mistakes this other man for Mark oh, no. Hoffman. For Mark Hoffman. <laughs> and he goes hi i like hello and the guy turns around and i can just see the utter like 
like distress at, like in Luke's face, like, oh no, that's not Mark Hoffman. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm because I'm like, this isn't Mark Hoffman, and he's like, I'm Luke. And the tur- guy turns around and it's like, oh shoot. And so he's like, hi, I'm so and so, and we shake his hand and stuff, and we're stuck now. Where it's like we are now at this table, and like the, I was, I was really bored because um, <laughs> I didn't know like what to talk about where I was like, do I start instantly start talking about like, you know, who I am, but they haven't asked me yet. So it's like, dude, that's just kind of rude for me to you know, be like, Oh, this is up. Here's my vocation story. Um, but then at the, and then, then the one guy that was talking, like did the thing that I thought I wasn't supposed to do, where he was just like, here's my whole life story. And I was like, wait, what? And so for about 45 minutes, Luke and I were listening to a, a, a story. Um, and I kept, when I get nervous, I drink water. Um, okay, good. So you <laughs> <yeah>. clarify. <laughs> water. And I had my water bottle. And I did not know if I was supposed to have the water bottle on the, ta- the little table. Because I was like, this is like fancy thing. This is like a giant hydro flask. I was like, do I? <laughs> like, I was like, so I was sitting on the ground. And I kept. And now, now I, I talked to Luke afterwards where Luke was like so mad. Where he was like, he was just angry at this event because we were. Like the the conversation was very one sided as at the, at this table, and so uh, gotcha. Luke was was very annoyed, and so me, the, like then you've got this little seminarian next to Luke who doesn't know what to, what to do for manners, um, as I mentioned before, because I'm like, what do I do? And so I keep like reaching down to grab my water bottle. <laughs> so you keep bending down to yeah. get your water bottle <laughs> because I'm nervous, and so I'm like I'm wanting to drink, so my like my throat gets really dry when I get nervous, and so I'm like like bending down, like I kid you not, like every like three to, like two to three minutes. <laughs> I'm like, like bending down and drinking, and and then all of a sudden, I like I bend down and I and I lift back up and Luke like whispers to me, "Don't do that again." <laughs> like he like whispers it to me really, and I was like, uh, and I was like, oh okay, and I was like, do I? I asked him, I'm like, do, like what do I do with my water bottle? And he goes, just set it on the table. And I was like, okay. And so I set it on the table, and like here I am, like, uh, what's going on? <laughs> like like literally like bathing in sweat because I was like had <laughs> this like cassock and surplus on. I'm like. Oh my gosh. And so after like like 45 minutes of, of listening, um, the, like people started to just like run away from the table. It was like, it was kind of funny. Um, but then it, like they, they finally asked like, oh, so like what, what, like how did you guys become seminarians? And I was like, oh wait, I was like, like I had to reset my brain. I was like, okay, now where, where are we at here? And, and Luke, I, I directed it to Luke first. I was like, Luke, would you like to, you know, tell your vocation story? And so Luke tells, and then, and then the funniest thing ever, I, it's like my turn to tell my vocation story. I get in there, I'm about five minutes in, and then you guys were all kind of like arriving at the table, yeah. and they're like, okay, it's time to go. And I was like, what? <laughs> we, we had been watching this happen, and we're like, everyone else is pretty much ready to go, and we're standing in a clump, and we're, we notice... I think it was Luke, Anthony, and I think I think Will. Will was, was yeah. Will had trapped himself. Yeah. <laughs> he walked over to that table. Over at the table, and we're like, okay, we are ready to leave. We're gonna start sending people over to see if we can like slowly pull them from the conversation. We didn't realize you guys were like in depth conversations. It stuck was at this insane. Table. We were just like, oh yeah, let's just go remind them. Like, hey, we're you know time to go pray night prayer. Go to it's eight thirty again. So it was way past our yeah. time. I'm already like not con- comprehending anything that's happening. <laughs> like, and so I go over, and I I don't even get a word in. I'm just like I just kind of walk over. And Luke and I kind of make eye contact. We're like, okay, time to go. And I think you were sharing your, your vocation story. And then else? I was like, what do I do? All of a sudden I'm trapped. Shoot, I was supposed to retrieve these gentlemen from the <laughs> table. Um, so I kept waiting to get a word in. And I was like, I don't know when to, when is it? A, I don't want to be awkward or 
like rude like what do i do and so then if my indecision takes too long and so they send over nick <laughs> and he's, he's like, like he's done he's done and he just like yeah guys we gotta go and we're like sweet that's our cue see you later yeah. out of here like it was it was a mess it was a great stopping mm. point too because like some other person was like hey like like th- these other people so, knew so, like yeah. came and they were saying hi and and nick like turned to me and he was like said like quietly he's like wrap it up we and gotta was, go and i was like oh like we going now and i was like i can just end now like, I just, <laughs> and and so i joined seminary see you later <laughs> i'm here bye <laughs> and so i was like like you know when you get like just mentally exhausted from like it, like you said like indecision and not knowing what to do and feeling like alone yes because <laughs> like, like i felt like alone in a great crowd that i just did not fit into interesting i was like and i was like just confused i i came back i said i actually just cried in my room i came back in my room uh-huh. and i was like I, and luke me and luke had completely different reactions like luke was just angry like, he was just <laughs> like just couldn't go to sleep angry me just like went and just cried i was like i don't know i was like this is horrible like, like i don't know what to do i'm so sorry i didn't know that um and then yeah but it was funny because you were like what a great evening and i was like it's horrible is that what i said you told me when we were at the house you're like you're like what a great evening and i was like I'm fairly certain I said that sarcastically. I don't oh, think I meant it. I don't think I meant to. <laughs> everyone was pretty drained after that. And everyone was like, uh, we have to get up early tomorrow morning for whatever the freaking surprise is. No one has a clue. Even yeah. we're dropping rumors every which way as to what we're doing tomorrow. I don't yeah. know. I'm going to bed. I think everyone was pretty dead. So maybe, maybe it didn't come across as sarcastic. I, don't <laughs> I remember saying that. Being serious, I was like, shut up, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed. Um, interesting. Uh, okay, so two quick points that I'd love to bring up to... Uh, yeah, just two quick points. Uh, number one, when you said kind of like, uh, like the middleman, kind of seminaries being the middleman, mm-hmm. I've noticed that too because it's like we are setting an example for, um, kind of on behalf of the diocese. Like we are again, we're public people, um, and so it's just kind of where there's an expectation that we are living in a way that's going to set a good example for uh, like of the di- like for the diocese and um, kind of reflect well upon formation and upon our bishop and things like that and obviously we want to do that we want to be good representatives of the catholic church but it's like how do you do that in, in like a public setting constantly because if you don't if it's not managed well it, then it just kind of it becomes anxiety and you're stressing like okay a game 24 7 like okay what who am i trying to please next who's who's the next person i gotta put on a good show for sort of thing and so the role that i kind of assumed early on i think uh, that i kind of recognized like oh this is a good position because like you said we're nobody really like we haven't received a ton of formation as far as intellectual or theological like it's all human formation and that's kind of hard to convey sometimes because it's really just how you act as a person yeah that's how it comes across and so it's hard to convey that um and so the the kind of the role that i stepped into was kind of as an intercessor um where instead of trying to be the person that they want to hear about or kind of be the one that they're raising like that they're instead of trying to be an example or someone that they can talk to for advice, um, you can be the person that they can just talk to. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for the instance, the person that I was talking to at my table, um, she had mentioned kind of, uh, um, she had mentioned that at her home parish, they had just finished doing the windows. And so I kind of used that as like the entryway to like, okay, we were just at a parish. We got to see new windows. There you go. And there we go. And then we were talking kind of more more personal connection sort of thing. And then you can be an intercessor and you can say, how can I how can I pray for you in this regard? You know, I'm in a position, you can describe it as like, I'm in a position where I'm focusing on prayer. Like that's largely my, my focus right now is just focusing on prayer. How can I pray for you in certain situations? And oftentimes that'll break walls in the conversation or break the ice that will open doors to more topics and conversations. Um, so that's just how I, how I saw it and then kind of how I escaped from the type A, like, uh, who am I? <laughs> I have to be on my A game. 
anxiety. Like it's, that's kind of how I stepped out of that was like, okay, I can't be that person. I need to be the intercessor here. Yep. Like the seminarian is the ideal intercessor because it's a life of prayer. Like how yep. can I pray for you sort of thing? Um, and then there was something else too. Okay, so then kind of another tie-in just to add a new, another layer to that is like, could you like just real briefly as we've been as we begin to wrap up, could you share some thoughts on um, setting a good example in general? Like especially to like a youth group, I think that's huge. Um, like how can we set a good example for each other as far as living the faith in an authentic way? For each other as in like for brothers or like- for Yeah, the, just for like the... in, maybe it's here at the house. Like so we, we can relate to it from seminary formation. Like how are we setting a good example for each other? But also like how can we set an example in our friend group? Like when we go back, how can we, um, how can we or how can others set examples of authentic faith? Um, just kind of setting a good example in a practical way where it doesn't feel like um, you're kind of like constantly on the lookout to make sure you're setting a good example. Like what are some practical, I don't know. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, I think, I think what you're saying is just where they mentioned very early, like if you act different when the four meters are around, like that's a problem um, and things oh, like that, yeah, where, yeah. where you're kind of saying, you know, making it a, a habit type of thing where, where you, like when you see those people who are, and I, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head, which sounds really mean, but like when you just see those people who are living their life and they don't know that anyone is watching them and they're just, they're just living it in a holy way where like the, especially when people who maybe even aren't public people and like, you know, maybe we're talking about like monks or like the people who don't, who don't have a lot of interaction with other, with other people, um, to just, just live their life in a, in a humble way and have a great, and you can just tell like they have a persona about them or this is aura about them where they just have a love and they have a deep connection to the Lord where they just, they, they, they don't care what anyone else thinks where they just, yeah, they're just like, okay. they're just going to do their thing and boom. Cause I think that kind of where it comes from where you and I are kind of maybe trying to work through it where we care a little bit about like what people think yeah. where it's like, no, like actually like if we just continue to live out our formation and it, like as we're, as we're going through, we will have that aura where it's just like, yeah, we're just living out our formation as, as people. We don't have to like put on this like crazy, you know, show where, where it's kind of a happy medium where it's like there, you got to live your life then you also got to be able to interact with people. And mm-hmm. like with, within that there is, I made it sound like, oh my gosh, it's terrible to be a public person. Like it's pretty I, great. I love They're, to, I love yeah. to interact with people where there's some people had a just an absolute blast at that time. They, mm-hmm. or that, that, that event, they were like, oh my gosh, I totally fit in. Like me, I was like, I didn't have a great time, but me going and visiting my class, I had the best time in the world. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is where I can be an example to the kids, like, and, and stuff like that, where I can live out my formation and just, just, show them that I that I know that they exist. Me just being older is like showing them that, yeah. that I know me conveying to them that I care about them and that I like I'm acknowledging that they're there is just a great example to them. So it's like all of us have those different different uh like areas that we like and different areas of being a public person that we like. Um and like being a seminarian, we're not gonna like everything that we do. And so it's just like okay, you know, now here's where I invoke my formation. Uh, here's where I like, okay, here's where I'm gonna step away from myself and be like, okay, Lord, I trust in, in you and to just like let this happen. And that's where I've been working on where it's like, you gotta just be like, okay, I'm not gonna try to make a plan. Where I'm like, cause I think I tried to make a plan on like where to sit and like, like going back to the uh-huh. first part. And it's like, okay, I gotta figure this out myself. Like where we go, where I just should have like, maybe like just put it in the Lord's hands and, and done it where and maybe I still wouldn't have liked it, but I would have 
done the Lord's will and, and you know, continued to, to yeah. do what he was asking me and gone through a hard situation and would have made me better. Maybe, that was a yeah. Terrible answer. No, 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 that's perfect, actually. And that brought up something else, too. Like, I think, I also think, too, kind of where you said, like, um, where we're encouraged to like to not be someone different around the formators than when the formators aren't here. So kind of that idea of being genuine uh, to yourself in all areas of life. Again, being authentic. Mm -hmm. um, so not putting on a different persona when you're at youth group or when you're at mass than when you're at school, than when you're chilling in your room to like, I think that's maybe, that's what came up anyway. And then the next thing that popped into my head was kind of um, the Bible story with uh, Jesus and Nathaniel under the fig tree like this is a true son of israel there is no duplicity in him mm -hmm. and he was like lord how do you know me before you were in the fig before I saw oh you were in the fig yeah tree, I knew you sort of thing and he's where like, what? he was nathaniel's kind of in the bible he's uh he's a figure of of genuine fig honesty fi oh gosh <laughs> no pun intended yes there was pun intended there well, was 100 percent. Yeah, you said pun intended well, no, I wait. thought that you were making Oh, the I didn't pun. make I I was laughing at your pun. Oh, oh, I thought that you made the pun oh, on on purpose. I thought you made the pun and then said no pun intended and I was like that's contradictory but oh, never no. okay. <laughs> Now there is a pun. There we go. Yes. He was a fig -er in scripture, right? He was genuine, not duplicitous, but honest and truthful and was able to live out his his Jewish faith at the time in a way that was that carried through all aspects of his life and mm -hmm. it didn't um, he didn't try to conceal it in some areas or try to boost it in other areas, but he was just genuine. He was consistent uh, throughout his life and in his example. That, oh, so you're bringing up a, another great point where... Oh boy, we've got like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So where he's like, you said like living his faith out, living his, his Jewish faith out and stuff where it just kind of reminded me where it, it's like we're public people, not as in to build ourselves up because like most celebrities, like football players, um, oh, they're public you know, people. celebrities, yeah. they're public people in and of themselves where they're like this is there i'm a public person because of me but for like this is like we are public people because we are being formed in the lord and we're trying to and we are supposed to direct people to the lord so like if we come into it so kind of going back to your original question where it's like how do you become an example where if we come into it and i struggle with this immensely if you come into it being like how can i lift myself up and make myself feel good and like get my attention you're gonna fail but if you come into it being like how can i lift these other people up how can i let the lord work through me and like represent him where it's like that's gonna be great because then even if you fail then it's not then you're not like oh i'm a terrible person like i failed like i like represented myself bad you're like the lord did what he wanted me to do and like and my my self-esteem or my pride didn't get hurt by that nice the lord has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted, lifted up, up the lowly. lowly there you go we're about to pray that i think we are in yeah. about 10 minutes <laughs> evening prayer if you guys haven't done it break out a breviary or i breviary heck yeah it's all on there uh yeah. real quick prayer intentions go um, oh shoot um oh for uh my sister's friend just you know who's going through who's going through struggles yeah that high school struggles nice we've all been there yep uh, or maybe you're in there right now so we pray for you too um yeah for the we i don't know for, <laughs> for the discernment of all the men in the house of nazareth yep there we go that's excellent what I got. so y'all they think of how you all are public people today because i guarantee that all of you guys have some type of public persona and remember this send you out on the mission of christ send you out that's what the lord is doing that song's been <laughs> in my head for days now it was just waiting to happen right I here. Was, I was wanting to do it for so long. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to die from coughing. Okay. On that note, 
Thank you all. We love you. The Lord is sending you out. Indeed. And we will try to be more consistent with our episodes. We love you all. Peace. Peace.